Happy Friday. Welcome back to the Snakes Cast. I'm still Emily. And I'm still Jonathan. And I'm still Amy. Yay! <laughs> Glad you're back. Okay, so where were we? We were talking about how games like Geek Out and Five Second Rule, where you just list a bunch of stuff, kind of supplant some trivia games, but not really. Jonathan, we were talking about that off air. <laughs> um, we were talking about for a minute. I'm pretty um, sure you were in the middle of a fight to the death. Yeah, we were our... arguing, and then we stopped arguing. <laughs> oh, that's right. Arguing. Emily was being wrong about Quizniak. <laughs> Coco on here again. I saw two very <laughs> passionate game experts uh, politely discussing their love of Were you in the same games. room? I feel like you may have been elsewhere. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, well, Scattergrades is a really popular game that I think ought to be fired because it's just so antisocial. I mean, it's like being in detention. The players are all sitting there doing their homework, not talking to You're each other. You're writing down lists of words. It's ugh. And I mean, something like Geek Out, where you have to yell things out, or Five Second Row, have to do it in five seconds, is got to be better. Or Anomia, better still. Or or uh, Last Word, mm-hmm. where it's where you have to you just have to be quick. You have to get those words out there. Um, those are all improvements over Scattergrades, to my mind, because they're more social. But they're probably never actually going to fire categories because people want to play categories. Mm-hmm. You know, it may not be as good an experience, but it's categories. And it's got that big dice. Exactly. Same thing with something like um, Exploding Kittens. Like, not a good game. No. But no. people aren't interested in playing a better game like you know Kittens in a Blender, for instance. Because it's not exploding kittens. It doesn't have the art from the oatmeal on it. So It we... just blends its kittens. It doesn't blow them up. So basically we can't fire these games, even though they're clearly not as good as others, because they're a specific thing, like a destination that people mm-hmm. are coming for. We need to start a game union. <laughs> get our opinions game union heard. to get our fellow games fired? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's what unions do. The ones that aren't team players, you know? The ones that don't kind of fit into the crowd. Speaking of which, I know Hive Mind was one that we were talking about as well. Because it's not as much a trivia game, but it it's entirely social in that you want to be the least unique person playing the game <laughs> in order to win. And it's, wow. it's got this categories thing going for it. Bleak. And the players are each separately writing stuff down. But the resolution, I think, is way funnier because there are no arguments. Mm-hmm. I mean, did you write down the same thing as somebody else? Yes? Good. They're there. It doesn't <laughs> matter whether you were right or wrong. Like in categories, you actually have to be right about something. Okay, does rugs count as a household task? Or no. That, I, I say no, but the person who wrote that down when R is the letter is going to say yes. Rugs, comma, vacuuming. They're, right? Technicality. I hate when real world arguments wind up being the thing that resolves how a game works. <sighs> really? I got the impression you really like to argue. <laughs> well, yes, but not as a way of winning a game, as a way of being superior to my friends. That's completely different. It's not the same thing at all. It's more of a tiebreaker than anything, yeah. <laughs> So we've, we've mostly talked about like classic stuff, stuff that uh, that you know regular folks who don't really come to snakes and lattes have actually heard of. Um, what about some more gamery type things? I mean, it's Friday after all. We're supposed to be getting into the more intense, chewy. You know, game. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, can we fire Seven Wonders, please? I, Why do you say that? Because Sushi Go does everything Seven Wonders does better than Seven Wonders. It's like, okay, so let's take this game, which has a needlessly complicated resource system and a needlessly complicated scoring system, and throw it, and, and create something that's way cuter and has all the same decision points, all the same crunch, all the same interest that takes less time to, way less time to learn, way less time to play, is just as interesting and is, is better in every possible way. 
Yeah, that's definitely what I think when I play Seven Wonders is I wish there were more cute fish in this. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though, that for some people, the crunchy theme of Seven Mon- Wonders might be the appeal. Building a Bronze Age empire is a cool theme, it's true, but I have never once had the feel that I was building an empire when I was playing Seven Wonders. Yeah, but you Seven Wonders Duel, sure. But you won't know that until you're halfway through, right? I mean, this is the thing. like People suck you in with a theme, and then it sucks or it doesn't. Depending, but but then you- halfway through the game, I get disappointed because it's like I was. You promised me an empire. <laughs> <laughs> you hey. promised me an empire, and what I have is a collection of completely unrelated cards with a convoluted scoring system, and I don't feel like I'm the ruler of a great dynasty in the realm of Giza, building pyramids and stuff. I just <sighs> now that just sounds impatient. Rome wasn't built in a day, you know. Well, if I'm if I'm gonna build an empire, let me build an empire. Let me play something like <laughs> I don't know, Civilization, mm. where it's got an actual civilization you can build. I mean, even Roll Through the Ages, which is a much much lighter sort of game than that. Even Seven Wonders Duel does, or you know, any other drafting game like Blood Rage or Ancestry or oh, Dan Lego. Sorry, if if you're listening in the audience, Fury of Dracula is fired. Spectre Ops does everything Fury of Dracula does in about a fifth the time. Do you have any strong feelings about uh, first versus second edition? Uh, first edition Fury of Dracula was actually a much different game and a, and a much simpler game in a lot of ways. Second edition was the big Fantasy Flight sort of redux, Kevin Wilson, and it really kind of blew the doors out in an age when big, complicated, sprawling games were the fashion. And then there's the third edition, which sort of simplifies it back down again. But I'm sorry, Spectre Ops is better than all of them. That's fair. I'm just curious from the perspective of, you know, we've been talking about, you know, games firing different games, but what about, you know, games firing themselves by being reprinted and made better? Sure. Or worse, you know, like, you know, mm-hmm. maybe edition one fires edition two if you can get your hands on it. I don't right? think there's anybody on Earth who plays Twilight Imperium second edition because the third one just completely mm-hmm. eclipsed it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mentioned Blood Rage a second ago. That was in some ways a revisiting of an older game called Midgard, which nobody's ever heard of, and... Yeah, it's not that surprising. Shall we fire Dixit? Ooh, so <laughs> many games with pretty art. We're trying to guess what the picture means. And what, what does it mean? About. What's it really mean? Okay, all right. So who's going to take Dixit's office then? I think a lot of games have taken the same idea of trying to communicate through really vague, abstract artwork um, and done something a little bit different with it, which is really cool. Yeah, so we, we've talked about Mysterium, and mm-hmm. there have been a sort of uh, some other new ones coming out since then. Uh, there was When I Dream. There's mm-hmm. another one called Dreams. There's another one called Muse. Yeah, Muse I'm a huge fan of right now. What's the story there? Uh, so Muse is a team-based game where... Um, the goal is essentially to throw off the other team as much as you can. Um, each round, uh, one team will select a muse, which is just a member of their team, uh, to try and communicate what uh, which card from a selection of cards on the table belongs to them. Yeah, kind so of it's like kind of leader and code names. Exactly, yeah. Um, but they're doing it with an inspiration card, which is. Uh, essentially just a a method of communicating and it's the only way that they're allowed communicating so it could be um 
name a body part or hum a tune or uh, create a stationary hand gesture. Uh, and that'll be the only thing you're allowed using. Uh, but the problem is the other team is the one who chooses your inspiration card and your muse card. So they're going to try and make something uh, or try and choose something that's as complicated or out of left field as possible just to see what happens. And if you're not able to guess what your muse was trying to communicate, then the other team scores the point. And it's just first team to five points wins. Really, really easy structure. The entire rule book is printed on a card in the box, uh, which is a small box if you see it. But it, it seems really great. The artwork is really cool. Much simpler scoring system than something like Dixit. And there's no board, so you can pretty much play it anywhere, which is really great. That sounds terrific. Mm-hmm. No, I don't mean to talk uh, so much smack about Dixit, but I honestly think um, it might be a little overplayed at this point. I feel like people are doing... Uh, some cooler things with the same idea. It was a really, really special game when it first came out. We'd never seen anything like it. And I guess being a forerunner makes it vulnerable to that syndrome of somebody else coming along, taking this brilliant idea and sort of going to the next level with it. Because especially once something has been out for a little bit, you can see the way people sort of react to it and mm. what works and what doesn't. And, you know, anybody that's played Dixit more than two or three times has thoughts on what they would change to Dixit to make it a little bit different, mm-hmm. right? Same thing with uh, with chess. I mean, so many new game designers, the first thing they want to do is make a chess variant. Mm-hmm. But because I think they can do chess better than chess, which is... Probably impossible. That could actually be a series in and of itself if we wanted to. The first game that was ever fired for me was a Bang. Oh, right. uh, and I never actually played Bang because when I wanted to play Bang, Bang the Dice State game had come out. And my dear sweet <laughs> That's friend. Good for you. Yeah, exactly. My dear sweet friend showed it to me and he was like, Here, now you never need to play Bang. And I'm like, But I want to play Bang. He's like, No, you don't. You really don't. Believe me, Bang the Dice Game. Which I totally agree with, having still never played Bang, but like watched Bang be played and like poked around the box. Why would you ever have a deck of cards when you could just have a bunch of dice with beer steins and arrows on them instead, you know? (laughs) I think the dice themselves fit a lot more into the theme Mm -hmm. uh, of the kind of Wild West, uh, you know, atmosphere you're trying to create. You never know what's going to happen. And so... There's less, I guess, familiarity in, in dice. You you really don't know what you're going to get. Unfortunately, I haven't had a chance to play either of them, I will admit. I've played a lot of games that try and do similar things, and I've had a lot of discussions with people, mostly just people warning me that the original Bang game is farly inferior. Here's how your turn is going to go a lot of the time when you play the original Bang. You draw two cards, and then not much of anything happens. <laughs> Next right. player goes. That never, ever happens in Bang the Dice game. Every turn matters. And the other thing, too, is that in Bang, your character's special ability, your unique power, is something that might come up a few times and might have a minor effect on the game. Everybody's unique ability is important and does something quite significant Mm -hmm. in the dice game. Because there are a few other things to worry about. It plays a larger role in what goes on because there's simply less there. Um, The game itself takes about a third as long to play. You're fired, Bang, but... (laughs) It's, it's, it's a case like what you were saying before about uh, new versions of games, mm-hmm. new editions of games supplanting the old ones, because they've had time to understand what works and what doesn't and create something that does itself better than itself. That's it for this week. And just like me, you can be comforted that a series of podcasts entitled You're Fired were not about Donald Trump or The Apprentice, like my first immediate thought was you when said Jonathan said word. those words. <laughs> Come join us next week when we talk about meme board games, board games that come from the internet. I'm so excited. It's going to be the worst. It's probably the 
the dumbest episode we've done so far. <laughs> and I hope that you're as thrilled as we are. It's either going to be totally awesome or a complete disaster. Either way, we'll see you then. Thanks for being with us, Amy. Thank you for having me. You can get in touch with us at podcast at snakesandlattes.com for whatever you could possibly want to get in touch with us for. The Snakes Cast is produced by Dax Audio and music is provided by Ben Sound. Opinions expressed on the podcast belong to Jonathan, myself, and our guest, and nobody else's. Bye. Bye. talking as people that love small cute soft things with big eyes and <laughs> no gluten but some people someone needs to put that on a board game box sushi <laughs> sushi sashimi seaweed edamame tempura not like some of it's got no, no gluten in it. <laughs> Come to that soy sauce. <laughs> okay, that's fair. You can edit that out. <laughs> I was just thinking. That's totally to, going in the show. I was trying to think of other things to describe sushi, and I was just like, no grains. <laughs>